Welcome back to another episode of Banter by the Bay. Um, I am joined, oh wait, this is Chloe Mintz, and I'm joined by... Um, and today we're actually going to be discussing kind of the best, the worst, the awkward kind of moments from 2021, and then from there we'll move on to some talk of 2022. So I think for me, a lot happened in 2021. Like, I don't know, sometimes I look back at the year and like so many things happened. I'm like, whoa, this happened. But, um... I think number one, I really, really like that Taylor Swift re-released Fearless and Red. That was very exciting for me. For me as well, Taylor's version. Yeah. Um, really, it was, I mean, for one, it's very exciting to, like, re-experience a lot of, like, classic stuff and a lot of, especially because these are both two of her earlier albums, to kind of have that again, but also... Um, I think what she's doing is really, Taylor Swift is the music industry, but I think it's really influential to the music industry as a whole, because um, there are, like, a few cases of, of, like, situations similar to hers where artists don't own their own property, and I think um, doing this undertaking of re-recording is, it's something that, like, I know musicians have done in the past, I know JoJo had a very big thing where they re-recorded a lot, but, um, um, it's like to see someone at the level and profile of Taylor Swift do it, and at the massive level she's doing it at. We're recording all, ooh, how many albums is she recording? Seven? Yeah, I was going to say seven, I think. Seven. Uh, well, you know, I don't know if she's going to do the Taylor Swift one, like the self-titled album. I mean, I have no idea, honestly, but seeing as she didn't start with that, little sad that album is so good <laughs> i have heard speculation that she's going to end with that album like that will be the last one she records oh that's actually so sweet because she will finally own taylor swift again her own name yeah i like that oh i really like that it'll be so fun to see taylor's taylor's version yeah oh my god that is so cute well, like, okay, maybe cute is not the best adjective, but very empowering for her. A lot of respect for that. Okay, yes. so what about you guys? Like, what else do you really like of 2021? Spider-Man That movie was so good. Uh, it took me, like, forever and a half to go watch it, but it was so good. And also, like, the build-up leading up to it. Spoilers, I guess, if you still haven't seen the movie, but like, oh. I, I will not say <laughs> I will say nothing other than the fact that um, Tom Holland is a beloved Spider-Man and I think a lot of people were anxiously awaiting this new movie, especially since a lot of people knew that it was going to be the catalyst for Multiverse of Madness, which is supposed to come out in May. So I think a lot of people were just really excited to see what they were going to do with Tom Holland, especially after they had that whole thing between, like, Marvel and Sony where they were, like, not even sure if Tom Holland was going to get any more Spider-Man movies. And oh. we know going to get other tri- trilogy, so it's, like, really exciting for everyone watching. Yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about that. Wow, that is cool. 
Yeah. Very exciting for the second best Spider-Man. Um, the first being Miles Morales, obviously, always and forever. Um, looking forward to his movie is coming out soon. Yeah. It's cool. So, and the trailer dropped for that. I will say that was a highlight of 2021. <laughs> is that his second, the second um, Into the Spider-Verse trailer dropped, or was it Beyond the Spider-Verse, Through the Spider-Verse? Is it through? I don't know. I really don't I know. Through the Spider-Verse is a sequel, but... Mm-hmm. Across the Spider-Verse. Across. Part one. Oh my god. Wow. There's a lot going on. <laughs> um, Lots of Spider-Man. Yeah, that was definitely... Guess, oh, sorry. No, you can go. That was, that was like the end of my thought. Uh, yeah, I guess we're talking about Spider-Man. We also have to talk about the rest of the MCU mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. More specifically, WandaVision. Oh, yeah. WandaVision was a... Very big deal this year. Um, yeah. I think I think it was really different for like the MCU as a whole because it was like I mean obviously the whole thing wasn't just a sitcom but like the style in which that it was done was way different from anything else that um, Marvel has done before. So I think it was kind of just like I don't know. I, I for me personally, I think it gives me hope that they're going to do something other than the same like format for all of their movies and things going forward mm-hmm. and also it was like insane it was like nominated for like emmys and things like that like it was a really big deal wow yeah i am not super up to date with the or i don't really i should say I'm, i don't really keep up with the mcu because i feel like to really understand what's happening, you have to start at the very beginning, and that's a really long haul that I don't feel like taking at the at the present moment. But um, that, that's really interesting. It's a long haul. It's a, I actually watched. I think yeah, every oh no, oh, not every movie, almost every movie in the MCU in twenty twenty one, which was an undertaking. Um, <laughs> a lot. But I think watching WandaVision and comparing it, especially to, like, anything made in, like, 2010 to maybe even, like, 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. is just, it's so much more depth for the MCU than I think they've really ever shown before. It's, like, character development, women, a woman, like, actually taking a central role, which is, and, like, a well-developed and, like, a good central role. Right. Yeah. I think a lot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it was just a good year for women in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it, too. They I, led a lot of films. I almost forgot about Black Widow, honestly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that? Scarja. Yeah. Oh, and Florence Pugh. Or yeah, Flo Pugh. I don't know if people call her that, Flo Pugh. But <laughs> anyway, anyway... Yeah, no, that, that that was all exciting because, well, I mean, like, seeing that, like, kind of, like, in my family and, like, with my brother, I know that everyone was, like, really in, into that, but, um, but, yeah, I think kind of on a side note, another trend that kind of took over 2021 and one that I can actually talk about <laughs> because I was, like, in this trend, but, like, the charcuterie boards, like, this is, like, now on, like, the food side, but definitely popular on TikTok, or at least to my knowledge, because I also deleted TikTok. <laughs> I deleted all social media in, like, the midst of this great kind of, like, cultural, I don't want to say reckoning, but a lot of things happened. A lot of things did happen. 
wait, when did you delete all of your social media? What month? Do you know what month? It may have been, like, September. Okay, okay, okay. So I spent, I spent a lot of 2021, like, with social media, but, um... Yeah, I, I was tired of it. I was, and I think that's like another thing that was kind of a little bit more spoken about in the media was actually the effect of like social media in 2021. Like we definitely started hearing about that a lot more. Um, just any kind of a big name newspapers like the Wall Street Journal, um, maybe even the New York Times wrote about it. But that was definitely very interesting as well. Yeah. Especially with the um, Facebook trials. Yes. yes. A massive event of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we definitely shed some light on mental health and social media, which is important. I think I've not deleted all my social media. <laughs> Close though. Close though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think I feel better about that. Um, although I don't know, some people really like it. I totally get that as well. Um, going into the mental health, though, what was also really important was um, Simone Biles kind of taking a stand for her mental health at the 2020 Olympics. Um, that was, I was a huge supporter of that because I was a competitive gymnast for a very long time. Obviously, not to the extent at which Simone Biles is, but it was a huge part of my life and I was training all the time and I definitely kind of went through like my own anxiety during that like gymnastics phase so even though I don't really understand what she's going through because again like those moves are so much more complex and like her fame is just I like world it's worldwide honestly like she's so like I could never like really understand that but I definitely kind of understand some of that pressure from like your teammates and your coach so I, I was really proud of her for that one I think it was just, um, you know, I think taking into, like, context, I guess, the entire situation that it happened in and, like, what has been happening with, like, USA Gymnastics in recent years with the Larry Nassar case and coming to a verdict on that, uh, I do think there's a lot going on there, and I think the entire, it, like, brought a lot of light to the entire situation, I think, and also just the pressure, I think, that's put on young women, especially, to um, just constantly perform well, even under, I guess, like mental duress, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, you can look at like a lot of athletes for that. You can look at, um, you know, Venus and Serena, and um, like, I wasn't Serena Williams like competing like while she was pregnant? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. She was like competing internationally while pregnant and still winning titles, but. Oh my what gosh! Undertaking and what an insane double standard to be held to because of a man we're in, you know, and yeah, you know, I mean, pregnancy takes a toll on you. Yeah, in the very early stages. So the man were like not well like that. Would he still be expected to compete? Very interesting. Yeah. What goes to Especially since she's like on an international like platform, well, already who are discrediting her as it is. Like I think it was really brave that she was able to step down, even knowing like what people would potentially say about her afterwards. Mm-hmm. Really, it's a really good music to put herself first in that sense because it would have it could have ended like way of course. So 
yeah, so I think like kind of going off, well, I'm just making all these little jumps here, but um, I do think that it, it reminds me a little bit of just like the way it was kind of publicized in the media, at least here in America. I think the same can kind of be said for the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry Oprah interview, which Again, I cannot believe that happened in 2021 because that was a huge ordeal. But um, I think very similarly, Megan and Simone both went through like mental health issues and the American press were definitely um, on their sides, which I think was really helpful and really important, especially when you're going through such a tough time like that because no one can really see like your anxiety, but it's definitely very much there. I loved the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview just because the royal family needs to fall. They need to topple. I'm so sorry. They're so... (laughs) It's such an outdated system. It's built on, you know... I mean, the monarchy has committed horrible, horrible actions, obviously. Mm -hmm. Read any history textbook. You'll learn about them. Um... Just horrible, horrible actions, and like the fact that that family still has such power, right? Insane. But I think it's like a very big step that um, Meghan Markle like was able to speak out and was able to have have a platform. Um, and I think a big part of that is Prince Harry and the fact that he like is supportive of her and like not a Diane situation. Um, yeah, that's so awesome. That like, I don't know. I feel like we. And this is like not really about 2021, but I think like just in general, we often romanticize like this kind of like bad boy boyfriend that's like red flags everywhere. But Prince Harry was like a genuinely good guy, like there for his wife, there for his kid. We need to see more of that. The media needs to cover that more, not whatever else. So kind of out of like the pop culture and more like political kind of media, we had like a switch in power um, with Joe Biden. That was definitely a lot because 2020 was a mess. And then we just, I think we just needed like some changes. Um, So that was definitely interesting. But I think also Amanda Gorman's kind of debut was probably the highlight of the ceremony. I don't think anyone regardless of their party affiliation, could have been upset about that. So I think that was good. Yeah, absolutely. Everything she said was beautiful. And I think it's really nice because it gave her, like, a place for the guy. And so I remember she's been able to talk about, like, her accomplishments and then, like, the futures for her career. I mean, I got her, like, poetry book for Christmas. It's all very exciting. And I feel like she said that she wants to run for president. Oh, I don't know. If I'm remembering that's something for us to look forward to whenever she comes of age. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, she was she was really, really impressive. And I, I can say, like, she's going to heal our democracy, but I actually strongly hope it's healed before then. I strongly hope it's healed before Amanda Gorman. I think wow. also um, what's really important about that is that, like, at, as, like, an all-girls kind of school, like, to see someone who's also very young and female kind of up there, 
I don't know. It's just, it's very inspiring. She was really, really inspiring. Like she had this huge role at such a young age and as a girl and as a minority, like there's so many different things. So a lot of respect for her. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think going back to the idea of media pressure with Meghan Markle and Simone, um, I think a great example of someone maybe breaking free of the media's idea of her was the Free Britney movement. Queen Britney Spears got out of her conservatorship. She's free again. She has control over her decisions and financially and personally. Yeah. Very proud. All very proud. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't super caught up with with what exactly was happening because I was never like a huge like. Britney Spears fan, like, with her music. I mean, Toxic is always going to be a hit, but, like, I, I wasn't really, like, familiar with, like, any of her other works, so I didn't really keep up with what was happening. But definitely from, like, what I read or was able to read, yeah, she's very, very fortunate to have gotten herself out of that situation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from what I remember, it, it was just – a really disgusting situation she'd been in, and I don't even remember how long that she'd been in it. I'm just glad she's finally out of it. Just a really, like, disgusting thing to put someone through, let alone your own daughter. It's just a really awful thing. And I'm just very glad that she's free now. Yeah. And she just had, like, such a tumultuous, like, coming of age as, like, a young woman to talk on, like, the music, not Hollywood, like, the music industry. Um... And I know she she's just had, like, such tremendous pressure on her, both from her family and the media for so long. And um, I think, like, she went through a lot, like, she went through a lot of mental health struggles that were very, like, demonized by the media, like, Britney gone crazy, mm-hmm. she, like, the whole shaved head era. Um, and I think this was just, like, a huge step for her, but also... Um, just like people in conservatorships everywhere, because I think it brought a lot of like light to maybe a situation that not a lot of people know about. Because I know a lot of um, people with disabilities yes. are in conservatorships, like with their own family, and that um, can like create very toxic situationships, very similar to the Britney one. Obviously, not the same level because it's not like pop star and like media attention song on it, but mm-hmm. still. Okay, we've done the best. Now it's time for the worst, which was also surprisingly a lot. Um, okay, I will start with The D'Amelio Show. I tried watching it, and it was just not good. I, I feel like with fame like that, you just need to be self-aware, and they don't really come across as self-aware, and I think that's like kind of my biggest issue because they're just kind of leading this super fabulous, superb life with like – I guess, like, not really, like, seeing what's happening around them, which, I mean, I get it, like, they're, they're young, like, I'm young, maybe if I had that power or, like, influence, I wouldn't really be thinking about that either, but I think also when you're that famous, you do need to be the slightest bit more self-aware. You also bring up, like, a point of, like, a lot of these people are, were kind of rich before they Mm -hmm. became famous, honestly, because if you've ever seen, like, the house that the D'Amelias live in, they did not get all the like 
teenage daughters. Like, they were rich before. Wasn't your dad, like, a congressman? I could be wrong here. I, I know he was some sort of government position. I don't think he was as high up as a congressman. But I know he was, like, Mark D'Amelio. Yeah, that's right. the government. I remember there was a scandal because he's a... I can drop this thing. He was a registered Republican and he like ran as a Republican. So we're like, oh my god. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, okay, I see. Although I do think we could have guessed that they did name their daughter Dixie. Um. <laughs> that is very true. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's that was a lot of the Demilios. And a lot of TikTok as well. Yeah. Oh. I can't tell if TikTok was good. Or bad. Maybe a mix of both. Awkward. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok is awkward. There we go. Mm-hmm. I think now, kind of. I guess. I think we should start with the light one. So I guess we move on to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. That kind of ties back into the whole influencer situation as well. Oh my gosh! Yes, Addison Rae was at the Met Gala. I forgot about that. Let me just say. And I'm- Dixie. social media had changed like what it means to be a celebrity and like that I feel like before when it was kind of just like YouTube and stuff and then like actual celebrities from like movies and things I feel like there was a much clearer divide and recently that line has been kind of blurred and I think it's really it's like I understand how these people got to be so famous like I understand it's the amount of attention that we give them but it's just, I don't know. It's like something about seeing them at the Met Gala. It was like, oh my goodness, it's nothing sacred. It was just like. I also imagine this is how people must have felt when like Kim Kardashian went to the Met Gala for the first time. Though. Oh my gosh, and when was that? Think about it. I don't know. I don't know when her first invite would have been. But yeah. when you think about it, it was like Kim Kardashian also kind of had a trashy i guess come to celebrity yeah i mean her dad was a lawyer in the oj case which is a little um, less i mean you know there's a lot there y- yeah I'm not yeah gonna dive into that. but you know she was a reality tv star or like a paris hilton i don't know if she's ever attended the met gala but yeah she totally could have i mean you know mm-hmm. like i mean is i think social media is just the new reality tv we just get closer and closer to people's lives. I know, and I just, that is why I don't like it. Like, I feel so, and I don't want to say, like, violated, because that's, like, obviously the not, the, not the right word, but it's just, like, so intertwined, like, with your daily life. Like, this digital kind of life of yours is, like, you. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be digitalized. Yeah, it's like you constantly, and like when you're constantly being digitalized, there's a constant standard to live up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to a this is a little off topic, but I was listening to a podcast about this. It was the Binge Tobia episode about that girl, um, which that was a trend. I want to say towards the end of 2021, beginning of 2022. Yeah, which is a bit like that girl lifestyle where you like do your Peloton and you drink your green juice and then you drink for eight hours you work not drink you work for eight hours a day mindlessly with no breaks (laughs) to eat one salad (laughs) and then you um I don't know if they do a night jade roll their (laughs) face yes and um 
it's just so unrealistic. I feel like, oh, no, sorry, sorry, you go, you go. You're, like, constantly holding yourself to the standard to be perfect in, like, your own home, in your own everyday personal life. To, like, be productive and then to show it to millions of people and be like, look at how perfect and pretty and productive I am. It's honestly, like, when you kind of, like, spell it out like that, it seems like this new homemaker kind of ideal. Like, this is now what women are being held to. And that is very sexist and not okay. Even if it's girls propagating it, I'm going to be like, girl, that's not good. It's like being a homemaker, but then you also have to work a job. Yeah. It's like being a homemaker, but worse. Okay, <sighs> episode, but also they said it in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Oh no, this is 2022 event. Dang it. Raquel started Gilmore Girls. <gasps> Oh my gosh, really? Oh, so good, so good. And I guess a highlight 2021 would be Raquel saying she would never watch a Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> First of 2021. Uh, mm. as, let's continue with this list. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I said a few. Raquel, how about how about how about you go? How about you go? Uh, we're looking at some pretty bleak things now, guys. So we can move on to the uh, variants, the COVID variants mm. from Delta. If you forgot about her, she was <laughs> one of the earlier variants. Um, then Omicron, which we are still living through. Yeah. Um, life is very bleak and miserable. Apparently, it's more transmissible now. I've heard it's... Isn't it not supposed to be, like, as bad? I think it's... Yes, I don't think it's supposed to be as bad. The biggest issue that I've seen is that... Or, like, what I've been reading is that masks are not effective. Or maybe maybe it's a K95 that's effective, but, like, cloth masks aren't, which I don't have a K95, so here's the problem. The vaccine is not effective against this variant, and the booster is not effective against this variant. So, we're kind of, like, back at square one here. Essentially, yep. Yeah. What a miserable little existence. Um, I'll speak as the one who's gotten, who's gotten the newest barrier here. Um, I mean, everyone I've heard who has, like, gotten COVID recently, and I'm assuming this is all people with the new variant, um, let's hope. Let's hope it's not, like, oh, oh, God. Anyway. Um, everyone has, like, the worst I've heard is, like, a cold, like, yeah. mm-hmm. essentially, but it's just so, it travels so fast, and there is truly no way to protect against it, except, I guess, isolation, isolation which, uh, I don't want to, like, speak this into existence, but, like, 2022 lockdown... Listen. I don't think it will happen. Mm-hmm. I think it will happen in other countries for sure, and I'm pretty sure it already is. Probably yeah. not in Florida. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not in Florida. Not in Florida. Not unless it happens in every other state. Yeah. Um, I've heard that like a lot of the a lot of like colleges in the Northeast were like pushing back like when people can come back on campus, and some of them are starting 
online and a few people on like TikTok and stuff were like, this is how the lockdown of 2020 started. So knock on wood. Also, a lot of like normal, like elementary, middle or high schools had to delay their start back because they had staff shortages. Because um, everyone was sick. That was a very big thing, especially because we already have like a teacher shortage. Yeah. Because no one wants the to American education system is broken and we treat our teachers so horribly. Yeah. Um and so with it already that happening, then people are all getting sick. Um and little kid like youngins, youngins, um, <laughs> Can get vaccinated, I think. Like some of them can, but like little, little like daycares obviously cannot. But I think it's down to. Oh, what age did you say? I think it's down to five years old. I think that's the youngest. Oh, yeah. I do not know. So that's like kindergarten. That's. Yeah. That's like school age, but daycare. Although I imagine daycare workers are immune to a lot of things. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I think there's just, like, a whole bunch of, like, with COVID, which obviously it's not anyone's fault, really, because no one can really contain the virus. But, like, with it has come, like, so many different, like, economic problems. Like, we see, like, the food shortages, or, well, I don't want to say food, but, like, supply shortages. Um, and even just, like, unemployment has, like, definitely risen, especially in more minority communities, because there's just, like, so much... I don't know if the, the right terminology would be like systemic racism, but that's what I'm kind of thinking, like the healthcare system. Like they're just like not I, – I don't know exactly like what the issue is. I just know that there's not a lot of trust from minorities in that system, which is obviously justifiable. And unfortunately, it's just like made everything so much worse for a lot of them. Yeah, there's kind of a lot to that because it's – I mean, one, there are like the illegal tests that have been done on like – black people without their consent there's like um henrietta Lacks, where they like took her like cells after she died to test her uh for cancer mm-hmm. and the what's it called it just oh but mm-hmm. those tests and then there's also the fact that like from um people in the medical field themselves and people thinking that like Black people and different people of color have, like, higher pain tolerance, so they don't think they are as sick as they are. There's just a lot there. I know there's also, not to detract from that, but just to add to it, Mm -hmm. um, there's also a lot of mistrust in rural rural communities with Mm -hmm. um, medical systems, especially with, like, the opioid crisis. A lot of doctors said opioids are fine. You can take them as painkillers. They were not. We've seen the effects of that, obviously, and also just like mistrust from the government because the government tends to not look out for people in poor rural communities. And mm-hmm. so, and then if you add minorities in poor rural communities, you're in like a zilch. Yeah. And it's a lot of justifiable mistrust, but it's mistrust that has some harsh effects. Yeah, so definitely mistrust on the COVID front, but more so, well, I don't say more so, but another event that occurred that was definitely bad, definitely, definitely, definitely bad. I don't even know if worst is a good enough name, but obviously we had the Capitol insurrection, which was yeah. just problematic on so many levels. 
what more can you say? It was just a bleak, bleak moment. It was, can we say the worst event of 2021? I mean, I don't want to. No, I, I think it probably was. What a scary, scary day. What, I mean, look for an Akona article coming soon (laughs) about this event um, to hear more of the editorial board's thoughts on it because Mm -hmm. it cannot be summed in the podcast. And I think, like, also, regardless of how you feel about the insurrection, whether or not like, you think it was, like, fine or, like, the worst thing ever, I don't think anyone can possibly deny that it did not further divide our country, which just is, like, making us not even close to a union, which is also, like, very, very bad. So whether or not you want to actually acknowledge that what happened was bad or, like, that people were injured, you should at least acknowledge that our country is kind of seemingly irreparable at least politically at the moment so um abolition of the two-party system abolition of the two-party system that's what i'm hearing oh (laughs) democracy at this point would that even work or would it just further divide us it might it might i don't Um, know that's why I have a plan. I'm 17. <laughs> I feel like there are people smarter than me who should be coming up with the answer here. I believe it up to Joe for now. Joe. Yeah. Joe. And Kamala. And Kamala, of course. I have secret hope that Pete Buttigieg, though, will also be in the be in the <laughs> know. <laughs> Pete. Look maybe, at Bernie in that room. Yeah, maybe, Bernie. <laughs> maybe AOC <laughs> can be like in the backgrounds. Just watching. Uh, hey, we forgot to talk about Bernie and his mittens. Oh, yeah. I can't. I think that was kind of good, kind of bad. Because, like, I feel kind of bad for Bernie. Like, everyone was kind of making fun of him and, like, whatever. But he did raise all that money. So that was good. Yeah. Also, that, like, one person who, like, knitted him mittens. Like, when uh, he came to visit them, I saw a video of it. They, like, made him a pair of men. <laughs> that is very, very, very cute. Bernie's just a poor old man. They had him out there in the cold. <laughs> poor guy. He's, like, he's so good. Mm-hmm. So, I think that kind of brings us into the last part of 2021, which are those weird, awkward moments where you don't really know what to feel. But they just happened. Um, I think one of those for me was actually the Chrissy Teigen scandal of like her online bullying. Um, Because I actually, I really like John Legend. And I think Chrissy Teigen and John Legend together are a very, very cute couple. And I think that their kids are adorable and everything. But then to kind of like hear that she had bullied all these people online and then read what she wrote, which was just so immature and childish. I lost a tiny bit of respect for her. I was like, oh, wait, girl, this is not good. This is not good at all. Yeah, honestly, I've forgotten that that had happened. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I love John Legend. That man is so incredibly talented. Um, Chrissy Teigen is very pretty. Um, a couple of in her day. Um, this one is definitely the worst, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can all, um, you know, grow up a little bit and start treating people nicer, but 
until then. Until then, I guess. <laughs> oh, Chrissy. Yeah. But the Chrissy Teigen scandal also reminds me of, also because I'm looking at the rest of our list. <laughs> <laughs> is that Demi Lovato thing? <laughs> oh. Like Demi Lovato rant about like fat or like fat free or sugar free frozen yogurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And now, for the final awkward moment of 2021, the Kim divorce. Ooh. What? What? I think this is truly just so interesting because it brought out people who really loved Kim together. <laughs> and I did not know existed. I saw an and like how they wanted them to get back together. And it's like, genuinely what <laughs> I was like I mean I guess it's like maybe it's like you want the two worst people you know to be together <laughs> <laughs> I mean truly just two of the worst people in pop culture <gasps> I have to argue but I mean I have to be honest I before I had actually done a little bit more research, I thought, I really thought Kim and Kanye were like each other's like first wives and husbands, first wife and husband. No, I was very wrong about that. And then because I thought that, I was like, oh, they'll be together forever. <laughs> I really thought that. They've had so many kids together. I just assumed, but. I mean, they were truly bigger menaces with one another to society than they could ever be on their own. I just quickly think, you know, they're like Jesus era. They're oh. like a Christian album. Speaking of my own drama, I did go to a youth group night that was Kanye West themed one time. Wow. Um, it's truly a moment in pop culture and in my own personal life. Yeah. Whenever that album came out, that was awkward. That was really awkward. It was just... And, like, like the Kardashians are just, like, so known for, like, being the worst and, like, leeching onto black men. But I feel like it's so... With Ye specifically, it's just so... Is she leeching onto him or is he leeching <laughs> onto her? Like, which way is... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. 2021 was just a really wild ride. It was like getting back kind of into normal, and then everyone went cray cray. And then we're like remembering 2020, and we're like, oh, welcome back 2020, even though it's 2022. Yeah, so that was just a lot. 2021, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I gotta be honest, it was mostly the worst of times. <laughs> I think it was better than 2020, though. Which um, isn't saying a lot, but I'll give it that. Okay, so we finish our 2021 recap. Yes. Yes, we have. And now, sounds Chloe, because she's too busy for us. Uh, but from Chloe, we are going into our 2022 predictions. Yay. Okay. I'm 
know what? I'm not going to speak on the first one on this list. I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> Can we agree on that? Yes. Honestly, yeah. Too much controversy. Too controversial. Controversial? I have an opinion. <laughs> but um, moving on, moving on to the second thing on this list. A Benefer 2.0, and for those of you who don't know, that's J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Uh, a Benefer 2.0 breakup. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. I, uh, okay, so Benefer 2.0 didn't necessarily take me by shock because it's just a little too old, just a little too before our time. Right. I know it took a lot of adults by shock. Oh, yeah. But I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't know who those people are, really. Yeah, honestly. Um, J-Lo has, oh, was J-Lo, what has J-Lo been doing recently? You know, I I think she's in a movie. She's going to be in a movie that comes out sometime this year with, like, Owen Wilson, and that is all I know about her. Is she really? Yes. Did she she host, like, some awards? Was she? Let me Google this so I don't sound crazy. I don't know. I don't know what J-Lo's been up to. Okay, so she did do the Super Bowl recently. 2020. Oh, yes. Wow. I completely forgotten about that. That is wild. Me too. I feel like I feel like maybe J Lo will make a resurgence in twenty twenty two. Honestly, yeah. I think post breakup J Lo. Oh yeah, most definitely. Alright. Um so moving on from breakups, we have oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a prediction from Chloe who's yeah. not here to defend it. But Emma Watson and Tom Felton are going to get engaged. I sure hope not. I sure Do hope you not. Have any what? Any Do thoughts? You have any thoughts? My only thoughts are just like I just really hope it doesn't happen. I don't know why. Okay. Just I don't like it. I think it's completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with this prediction at all. I have mm-hmm. to say. Because they're not even, like, dating right now. That's the other thing. Chloe's just, just holding on to her. We just for the first time in, like, <laughs> 10 years. Like, I also don't think Emma Watson's getting, like, engaged or married, like, anytime soon. No, I don't think so. Maybe an Emma Watson, like, return to, like, social media, more active. Maybe she'll be in something soon. Yeah. yeah I can see that yeah. happening with the whole return to Hogwarts thing recently but I I just cannot see her because I just Tom Felton is it's definitely not going to get booked for anything no in 2022 no. he's remaining unemployed yep like and he deserves to remain unemployed yep. sorry sorry um <laughs> unpopular opinion to some unpopular opinion to Chloe but <laughs> deserves to remain unemployed and does not deserve to be engaged to Emma Watson. No. I mean, does anyone really? No. Especially not her. Especially. She's hairline, guys. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, He's not marrying a Disney princess. No, he is not. No, he is not. Ugh, all right. Do you want to take the next one? Sure. Tom Holland and Zendaya are gonna get engaged. Honestly, mm, 
I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen more towards the end of the year. Like, I don't think it's anything we're going to see happening soon. But as a couple, I do think they're sticking around for a while, I will say. I, I think they'll stick around. I don't see engaged. You don't? They're both young, I feel like. That is How true. Old? I feel like Zendaya's only, like, I want to say she's, like, I want to say they're both around, like, 25-ish. Yeah, they're both 25. Yeah. Which is, like, not an unreasonable age to get engaged. But it is pretty But young. I just don't see it. Yeah. I also, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're PR, per se, but I don't know how long they're going to hold out mm. past the Spider-Man thing. That is true. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Because every single Spider-Man has dated their, like, their main love interest. Yeah. Like, Tobey Maguire dated Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst? Yeah. Mm. Um, And then, obviously, Andrew Garfield dated Emma Stone. Uh. Um, And they were together for quite some time, but I don't know. Like, I just, I think they're, like, a cute couple. But I don't know if they'll work out in the long run, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that if they get engaged, though, and, like, get married, like, right now, or, like, very soon, yeah, I think they would end up getting a divorce. Probably. Honestly, yeah. Because most celebrities get divorced, but just because they're both, like, really taking off right now. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be... Be a bad. I'm kind of dissing all of these. <laughs> I'm kind of like disagreeing, but uh, this next one I absolutely agree. No, with. absolutely, absolutely. And it's that like Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift are going to have a kid. They are. Now listen, listen. Some people might be like, but what about them getting engaged? What about them getting married? They're already married. Absolutely. Guys, they're definitely already married. Absolutely. And they may not necessarily have a kid this year. But Taylor Swift is definitely getting pregnant, if not this year, soon. Yeah. She's definitely having kids soon. Yep. Because she's obviously ready to, like, settle down and mm. have, like, a family. I hate that phrase. But she's <laughs> ready to settle down and have a family. But she's, like, drawn so much out of the public eye recently. Yeah. And I feel like she is the kind of celebrity that would, like, absolutely not want to have her kid in the public eye. Oh, no. Not like she's going to hide them. Like, it's not going to be, like, a Drake situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, she's not going to get tons and not have a kid. But, um, I, yeah, I feel like she would want to be out of the public eye for that. Although, Joe Owen is, he is in, like, conversations with friends, which is coming out this year. He so is. he'll be busy, and he'll be in the public eye. But Taylor Swift will not be. No. Which is plenty of time to hide a pregnancy. <laughs> Which is exactly um, what she's going to do. Yeah. Um, she's going to have, I feel like, I don't know if she's going to have a boy or girl, but I know they're going to have, like, a weird name. Oh, Not absolutely. Weird. It's going to be something, like, something that you're like, hmm, my grandma has a friend named that. <laughs> be like Agnes. Oh. Francis. I could see Agnes. You know? Mm. Yeah. Iris. Iris. I like her name, actually. I think it'd be fun if she had, like, a Marjorie middleman for her grandma, though. <laughs> that would be fun. It would. And she'd be named after one of her songs, too. Although, I wouldn't want to be named after a song. Me either. About 
your dead grandma. <laughs> or named after your own song, too. Like, that's a little much. Right. So I could see her, like, writing. I could see her on T-Swift 10, like, writing a song with, the na- with like, the name being the name of the kid, and that's how she announces the kid. <gasps> right? Honestly, like, yeah. The little, no, I can see like, She releases, like, a music video, and it's, like, all, it's, like, just, like, her giving birth. Not actually, but like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like the first like, year of the kid's life or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. Taylor I Swift, see, take I notes. See the T Swift, take notes. This is what we're looking for. It is what we're looking for. I'd be so excited. I know. Um, so I'd be thrilled. But I also feel like people would be like, which kid is that? <laughs> yeah. like, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't catch on to it. They wouldn't. Alright, do you want to talk about the next baby? Yes. Megan Fox is going to have MGK's baby. And I know it's going to happen, especially now that they're engaged. It's going to happen. It is going Please. to happen. It's happening. I don't care. Well, maybe that could, like, Ebony Darkness the next Literally. Oh my the name is a model. <laughs> 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 um, oh I want the baby to have an M You know that thing where it's like, I hope Megan Fox changes her name to Megan. Gun Kelly. <laughs> I want the kid to have an M name. And no, you have to. Gun Kelly. Um, more vegan options. This is fun. It is fun. This is a fun little thing to drop in. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were in class and the girlies were like, I think more people are going to become vegan. And I was like interesting i don't think that's necessarily true i do think a lot more people will be like i don't know i don't think a lot of people are gonna go fully vegan but i think a lot of people will try to but i, I think, think restaurants will most definitely be having more vegan options most definitely. yeah i mean i think the, they're gonna have more vegan options in like places where you would expect them to be more yeah vegan options. yeah i have to say like i don't think you're gonna find like um like Burger King. Yeah. Like they're not gonna have more, but like maybe something like like Panera. I'm pretty sure they have a lot of vegan options. Oh, there's definitely they have to. But like they're probably gonna get more, or like you know those kind of like upscale fast food things. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a Chipotle. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure. Actually, I think all of McDonald's food is vegan because that's definitely not real meat. It's or real not. Cheese. Come on now, that is <laughs> not. <laughs> Although, I mean, it could not be vegan because it's, like, it's probably just, like, raccoon meat or Yeah, something. when I was little, I used to say it was penguin. Penguin? Yeah. I feel like that that's just inconvenient, make it out of penguin. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, at that point, it would be easier to get actual chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's penguin. <laughs> that's why the, they're going extinct. Actually, I don't know if that's true or not. Are they might be honestly, but how could they be? They're living all by themselves. Well, we're on the topic of food, veganism. Froyo um, is not vegan, but I do think there will be a Froyo resurgence. Well, this is my suggestion, so let me explain. Um, I don't think it's going to be like the Froyo resurgence, but like thing we saw in like what 2012, 2014, yeah. that kind of place. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't think it's going to be at that level, but I do think, because I've seen there's, like, a lot of, like, 
weird nostalgia stuff around like the twee era which is like 2012 to 2014 mm. like there's just a lot of like early 2010s nostalgia which is strange um but it's there and so i do feel like froyo is gonna have a place in that but right. i don't think it's gonna be at the level it was i think it's just gonna be like existing froyo shops are gonna get a lot more traffic mm. and like a few more are gonna open but it's not gonna be like you know yeah like yeah. i saw something where it's like all the froyo shops became like cookie shops and then became like boba shops oh my gosh i don't think that they're gonna re-overtake the boba shop no but i definitely think there's gonna be more froyo i also like don't think it will overtake ice cream solely because i don't think you can overtake ice cream very true like i think she's just there to stay i think froyo's whole thing was like a weird diet culture thing which I think it definitely still will be for some people, but also, like, less so. Like, I think we're going to acknowledge that Froyo is probably just as bad as ice cream, but Not it's, just, like, Oh, milkers. just as bad health-wise. I thought you meant taste-wise, and I was like, I was like, okay, hold on there, but... No, like, I actually don't know, like, the actual comparison of, like, ice cream to Froyo. I imagine they're pretty similar. No, I'm I'm pretty sure, like, at least what people said was that Froyo was healthier. Whether that was true or not, I have no I idea. I think it has, like, slightly smaller sugar content, but that mm. also depends on, like, what your, like, what flavor and stuff you're getting. Yeah. I do know Froyo has less dairy, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yogurt has less dairy than, like, cream. Right. Because most of it gets filtered out, which makes it easier on the stomach. Unless you can handle dairy, in which case, <laughs> good for you. What are you looking forward to in 2022? How about we wrap it up like What that? am I looking forward to? I what am looking, looking forward to, forward to um, the start of senior year. Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to in 2022? I am looking forward to... Um, this is a tough one. It's a toughie. I'm looking forward to summer 2022. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to graduation. Not our graduation, <laughs> the class of 2022's graduation. Yes. I think that'll be fun. I'm excited to see where all of our seniors head off to college to. Absolutely. Um, excited to see where Chloe goes during her gap year. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> she's not taking a gap year. She's going to college. Yes. Even if she is. doesn't think so right now. She's definitely <laughs> going to college. But I'm excited for Chloe's college decision. Yay. Um, I don't know. There are lots of things to look forward to in 2022. Uh, looking, for, mm, looking forward to, with some trepidation, the... Um, 2022 elections. Ah, yes. Yep. Also, as much trepidation. Yeah. Much and much. But, no, I think 2022 is definitely going to happen. And I think we it should is. all pray that it doesn't hit quite as hard as 2021. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think maybe 2022 can just be like a breather year. Oh, you know? I hope so. There are years where you look back and you're like, not much happened. Like, Absolutely. 2013. Yes. <laughs> not much has happened. No. Or 